Disclaimer. The intent of this podcast is to provide entertainment and general information. If our delivery is marked by a comedic twist, it is simply a way to reflect our fun-loving nature. We do not intend to personally attack or mock the people involved, their experiences, and their mental and physical conditions. We also do not condone spreading misinformation and perpetrating hateful agenda. If any of our topics might be a trigger for you, we suggest you proceed with caution. Crips to love. Crips to love. Hello, welcome creepers. This is Cripsilog. Patayin sa podcast si Barbara. We are your hosts. I'm Gideon. This is Glenn. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> Happy Monday. We're back. <laughs> Sana na-miss nyo kami. Ipamiss <laughs> uh, lang ng konti. Oo, totoo. Yeah. So here in Cryptolog we talk about true crime, conspiracy, murder, creepy stories, and what else, Glenn? Documentaries, TV series, movies, ano pa? Chismis and real life. Uh, real yeah. life stories, di ba? Yeah, yeah. Hey. Hindi na How do we do this again? <laughs> Oo nga, eh. paano nga ba how to podcast nga ba? How to podcast. Yeah. Kumusta ka so, muna? How are you? Ano, Ayo, oh, sige. Uh, okay. Okay naman. Uh, well rested na naman. Diba? Uh, ikaw ba? Ganun din. Um, medyo, kahit sa social media, nag-ano din ako, nagpahinga din ako ng very, very light. Wow. Ade, yeah. ayan. Buti, okay na. Yeah. yeah. So, ayan, ano, back to... Uh, regular gig. programming. <laughs> oh my god, COVID ba to? Hello, is this it? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> is it time? <laughs> It's time. Okay. Hi. Okay. Ay, uh, so, anong pag-uusapan ba natin? Ay, ikaw taya today. Oh yeah, oo nga pala. So, it's my turn. It's my turn. <laughs> Ako uh, naman ang ihiga. Uh, Ay, shit. Swelte. Yeah. Uh, damn, hindi na tayo marunong. Paano, paano nga ba? <laughs> uh, ano, um, ano ba? Surprise ba ang, ano, ang topic mo? Oh, yeah. Ito, ito na lang. Sige, sabihin ko na lang itong topic na suggested for today. Sinagesto ni It's Mark Lar. So, hey, hello, hi, It's, it's Mark, Mark Lar. And sinagesto din to last year ng, ano ko, ng lead ko. Team so, lead mo. <laughs> Yeah. O di ba? Nakadalawa na siya. Na kasi. Oo. Uh, uh, oh, tatlo yung binigay niya last year eh. So, ah, ito. So uh, una yung Watts and then ito. Tapos, uh, may pangatlo pa. Na sinadjust din ng mga ibang tao which is perfect. So, ayan. Ay, okay. Great. Okay, game. Where are you, ma'am? Ma'am, calm down. What's going on? November 8, 2010, around 10 p.m., then 25-year-old Jennifer Pan was in her bedroom. She was watching the TV and chatting on her phone while getting ready for bed. 
She then heard movements and voices she didn't recognize downstairs. She heard footsteps coming up the stairs. She realized na they couldn't be her parents or his younger brother. There were other people in their house. So she sat frozen in her room. She doesn't know what to do. She was too scared to turn off the TV or open the door. She sat there waiting in her room as the intruders is right outside her bedroom door. So, ano to? Uh, ano tag dito? House invasion? Home uh, invasion. Yeah. Uh, so, ito. Ito yung story na hindi ko pa alam yung title. So, <laughs> uh, pag-isipan pa natin later on bago i-publish. Parang MMK na okay. after nung episode, isipan natin yung ng title. title. Oh, doorknob, ganyan. <laughs> <laughs> Ayan, so ito yung story na yon So ano, uh, start na po ba natin? Start, start na, na tayo? po, sir. Ay, sorry, nagalaw hey. mic. Okay. So, sina Huey Han Pan and Bic Ha uh, are mga example ng Canadian immigrant success story. So, si Han... Uh, was raised and educated in Vietnam before moving to Canada as a political refugee noong uh, 1979. Si Bic naman came in soon after, also a refugee. And they got married in Toronto and lived in Scarborough. Meron silang dalawang anak. So una, si Jennifer, na pinanganak noong 1986. Sumunod naman si Felix noong 1989. So, si Han and Bic worked at the Aurora-based auto parts manufacturer called Magna International. Si Han, yung tatay, was a tool and die maker while si Bic, yung nanay, was making car parts. So, ayun. Nagtatrabaho sila dun sa auto uh, shop na yun. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lived frugally. So, uh, tipid-tipid. By 2004, the couple saved enough money to buy a large house with a two-card garage on a residential street in Markham, just north of Toronto. Hindi naman ang pagtitipid nila, nakabili ng bahay. Oo, oh, oh, nakabili ng bahay. So, wow. <laughs> Sana all, no? Oo. Oh, oh, may two-car garage. <laughs> may picture nga ng bahay, eh. Ang ganda. So, eto pa. Han drove a Mercedes-Benz while Bic drove a Lexus ES300. Ah, uh, di ba? Nagtipid. Hindi ko nagtipid sila sa pagkain. No? <laughs> Tapos, Naalala ko, oo, oh, oh, ganun din ako. Cars. Alam mo yung tipid sa ulam, barbecue, yung dulo-dulo lang yung kakainin ko para May, meron pagtapos mamaya. na ako sa kanin, papapakin ko na yung barbecue. Mga ganun. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Ayan. So, as parents, their expectation was that Jennifer and Felix would work as hard as they had in creating their own lives in Canada. So parang they laid the groundwork, 'di ba? Oh, ito, okay na, na-setupan na namin kayo, mga anak. So, kayo naman mga kids will improve on it. Yeah, parang ganoon. Mm-hmm. And at the age of four, they enrolled Jennifer in a piano class. Uh, at magaling naman din talaga magpiano. Magaling sa music tong si Jennifer. Eh. Uh, tapos nung elementary, nakakuha siya ng maraming trophy sa pagka-piano. So, ayun. Naalala ko nung ano, 'di ba? Sa Meteor Garden. Alam mo yung umattend si Sunshine ng sa party sa nila Daoming Sudo sa bahay. Dapat nanood ka naman, 'di ba? Hindi, hindi masyado. Oh no. Pero <laughs> kwento mo na lang. Ah, ayun. Eh 'di ba mahirap si Sunshine mayaman si Daoming sa 
Tapos parang naghihinala yung nanay ni Sunshine na, ah, okay, yung dinadate ng anak ko, hindi mayaman. Parang gano'n. So parang, eh, nilaloko nila si nanay ni Dao na, hindi mayaman to. So parang sinabi ni Dao, hinuhuli nung nanay ni Dao na parang, kung totoong parang mayaman ka, at least uh, may alam kang isang musical instrument. Parang uh-huh. gano'n. Parang required ka na at least may alam ka sa pag-play ng music. Tapos yun, nakop off guard siya, kunyari. Tapos hindi siya marunong. Pero apparently, sa simula lang yun na hindi siya marunong, yung pinipindot lang niya lang yung kung ano-ano. Kasi nga nagagalit na siya, di ba, doon sa judgment ng nanay niya. Pero biglang mayamaya, ang galing na niyang tumugtog. So apparently, yun lang talaga isang piece na alam niya. <laughs> <laughs> nakapeke Nabuti siya doon. Oo, uh, uh, nakapeke siya doon. Tapos sinabi niya na, Ayun, na hindi mo dapat i-judge yung tao, yada, yada, yada. Pero yun, di ba parang as Asian, parang ganon yung expectation na kailangan may alam ka sa music. <clears throat> Tapos, they also put her in figure skating. Tapos, Jennifer hoped na to compete at the national level. Tapos, with her sight set on the 2010 Winter Olympics sa uh, Vancouver. Kaya lang, uh, she tore a ligament on her knee. So, hindi na niya natuloy yung figure skating. Tapos, um, Jennifer's routine during elementary was she would come home from skating practice at 10pm, do homework until midnight, then head to bed. So, ganun yung normal day niya. The pressure was enormous. It was so intense that she began cutting herself like little horizontal cuts on her forearm. So, uh, <clears throat> tambak na siya na she has to juggle academics and extracurricular na madami. Ay, wait, kids. Since may Tabahin. nabanggit tayo about self-harm, maybe you sing it tayo ng trigger warning. Oo nga eh. Re-remind sa atin minsan na, ano, na magbigay ng trigger warning for sensitive Yeah, meron pang uh, iba. Stuff. So, yeah. yeah. May trigger. Oo, totoo. So, paano ang gagawin natin? Ulitin ko na lang ba? Hindi, hindi. Yung part na yun. Hindi, hindi. Um, oh, yeah. Ano na lang? Later on pala. Oh, shit. Nakalimutan ko. Oo nga. Later on, meron pang isa pa. Trigger oh. warning. So, ito na yun. Ano? Ito na yun. Yung totoong warning. <laughs> sorry naman. Uh, sorry, sorry. So, nung uh, graduation from grade 8 is approaching, Jennifer was expected to be awarded the val- valedictorian. <clears throat> She was expecting to receive a handful of medals for her academic achievements. Kaya lang, wala siya nakuha. Ay! Hindi siya yung valedictorian. So, ayun. <clears throat> She was baffled kasi parang para sa kanya, what was the point in trying if no one acknowledges her efforts? Mm-hmm. However, instead of expressing uh, her grief, she told, she told everyone who asked na, she's fine, okay lang. Eh, ito yung tinatawag niya na happy mask niya. So, tinago niya yung grief niya. Hindi siya, hindi siya showy, di ba? And parang she has nobody to talk to about it. Kaya, if ever tatanungin siya, no, no wala lang. No biggie. Jennifer studied uh, sa Mary Ward Catholic Secondary in North Scarborough. So, for a Catholic school, Mary Ward is unusual kasi it has the usual high academic standard and strict dress code. Pero it also had a bohemian vibe. So, academically smart kids and artsy misfits hung out together. 
So, if you've played three instruments, took advanced classes, compete on the ski team, and starred in the school's annual international night. So, ito yung showcase ng various culture around the world. You are considered cool. So, dun sa school na yun, cool kapag matalino ka. And, alam mo yun, bibo na mayroon ka pang extracurricular. Geekiness was celebrated there. Ikaw ba nung, ano, nung, nung nag-aaral ka pa, palasali ka sa mga kung ano-anong shit? Uh, contests. Uh, especially nung elementary, mga journalism, uh, editorial, cartooning, mga ganon. Bida-bida ako. Poster making, slogan making, sumasali ako dyan. Nag-drawing ka pala noon? Ah, uh, nung bata ako. I don't know, ngayon hindi na eh. Drawing na lang. <laughs> <laughs> ikaw ba? Ikaw ba? Ano, palasali din, pero dahil ano, pinipilitan na lang, yung parang wala mag-ibang mag-represent, sige, kayo na lang. Parang ganun. Ah, uh, ayun. So, laging olats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> high school din pala, pero more on the group effort na yun eh. Kunyari, cheering or ano pa ba? Puta, Nutri Jingle, mga ganyan. Uh, rap challenge, mga ganyan. Paano naman pasample? Ay, nakalimutan ko na. Pero yung cheering shit, yung mga sayaw-sayaw. Kainis. Paano ang rap? There's some hosts in this house. Tapos <laughs> <laughs> okay, isingitan mo ng mga math word, no? There, there's some integers in this house. Sagwa! Tsaka. Ayan. <clears throat> Tapo, ito. The school was a perfect environment for a student like Jennifer kasi Jennifer is a social butterf- butterfly with an easy high-pitched laugh. She hang out with the guys, girls, Asians, Caucasians, jocks, nerds, people into arts. So, ito, ka, ano friendly girls. <laughs> Yung sa cafeteria. <laughs> <May> mga, <laughs> mga click. Oh, oh, feeling ka. Where do you sit? Mga cool Asians. Siya kahit saan siya, pwede nga mo po. Uh, uh, nerdy Asians. Uh, outside of school, uh, Jennifer swam. Oh, may swimming pa siya and practiced wushu. So, what? Piano? Wushu. Ano pa? Wushu. Wushu is swimming. Parang, ano, diba? Um... Self-defense. Ay, Parang martial arts. Martial arts, yes. Ah, 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 Jennifer was also taller than most of other uh, Asian girls kasi she stands 5'7". She is pretty and plain. She rare, rarely wore makeup. She had a small round wireframe glasses that were neither stylish nor expensive. Tapos she always kept her hair straight and unstyled. So, simple si, simple si Jennifer if you look at it. Tapos, Jennifer also played uh, flute in the school band. Grabe, ang dami. <laughs> Grabe, Jennifer. Daming time. Ano ba? Ang daming time. Oo. Mm. Eh, pero mas ayaw mag-play ng flute. Oh, natry ko din. Bumili din ako. Kasi may store ng ganun, di ba? Yung bamboo flute. Mm. Yun din yung binili mo sa mall. Oh, kaso... Mas bumili din ako ng songbook. To the point na nagka-mumps ako. <laughs> Ay, totoo ba? <laughs> Kaya tinigil ka. <laughs> I'm sorry, ang dami kong yeah. interruption. Sorry. Hindi, okay lang. Go Namiss ahead. ko kasi mag-kwentuhan ano, ng ganito. Oo nga eh. <laughs> so, Jennifer was always friendly, pero deep down, it's a facade. Underneath, she was tormented by a feeling of inadequacy, self-doubt, and shame. 
uh, nung hindi kasi siya nanalo ng first place sa isang skating competition, tinago niya yun yung nararamdaman niya sakit sa kanya mga magulang. She was worried kasi that it, it will add up to their disappointment. Her mother, Bick, would notice something was not right with Jennifer and would comfort her, her daughter at night kapag tulog na si Han. Bick said to her, ito, uh, you know all we want from you is just your best. Just do what you can. So, sabi ng ermat niya. Uh, yung ermat niya yung ano eh, yung mabait, yung tatay niya, si Han, yung strict tiger parent. Mm-hmm. Na, kailangan mag-excel ka. Kailangan uh, straight A ka. Kailangan may extracurricular ka. Mga ganon. Nag-excel si Jennifer no elementary school. She was always among the top stu- students. Kaya lang, nung midway through grade 9, she was averaging 70 in all subjects with exception of music. Kasi eh, dito talaga nag excel si Jennifer. So, sa takot niya, gamit yung mga lumang report cards, gunting, glue, and photocopier, gumawa siya ng peking report card na may straight A. Ay! Para hindi siya pagalitan <laughs> ng mga magulang niya. Bakit? Wala lang. Kamayake ka na ba? No? Ginawa mo to, no? Ay, hindi. <laughs> <clears throat> iba yung pinakita mo na card <laughs> natawa lang ako kasi parang hala umabot ka dyan parang hindi magpa-fly yan di ba pero nag, pero sa kanya nag-work I don't know kung <laughs> ano itsura ba ng report card na ginawa niya <clears throat> pero since sabi niya since hindi naman daw consider sa Canada yung grade ng grade 9 and 10 sa admission sa universities Hindi big deal. Parang, yun na lang inisip niya. Hindi naman big deal to kahit bagsak, bagsak ako dito sa grade 9 and 10 kasi, ayun, hindi naman siya kinakonsider. Yung tatay niya, si Han, siya yung matatawag natin na classic tiger dad. Si bitch, si, si Bic naman, siya yung unwilling accomplice. <laughs> Sorry! Kasi ang spelling, B-I-C-H, pero ang pronunciation, Bic. Bic. Uh-uh. So, eh, habang binabasa ko, nabibitch ko. Sorry, Bic. Sorry. Ayan. Susunduin nila si Jennifer galing school at the end of the day. Minomonitor nila yung mga extracurricular activities ni Jennifer. Pinagbabawalan din umatend si Jennifer sa mga dances kasi para kay Han, unproductive to. Parang wag ka into ganyan, dancing. Showbiz? Mga ganyan. Mm-hmm. Ayaw niya nun. Gusto niya yung math, science, ganyan. Bawal din mag-party si Jennifer. Bawal din siya mag-boyfriend. Kaya nung, mins- uh, nung minsan pinayagan si Jennifer na sumama sa isang sleepover, sa isang kaibigan, hinatid siya ng kanyang mga bagulang doon late at night, tapos sinundu din agad the next morning. So, alam, very strict talaga yung mga magulang ni Jennifer. 22 years old siya nun, ha, pero hindi pa siya nakakapunta ng... Ano, club para mag-party, maglasing, bumisita sa mga kaibigan o magbakasyon kasama yung mga kaibigan na hindi kasama yung pamilya. Very... Uh, sheltered. In- sheltered. Oo, uh, tata Si Jennifer. Na very strict na talaga yung uh, pagpapalaki sa kanya. Kung titignan yung pagiging overprotective ng mga parents niya, masasabi mo na out of love and concern eh, di ba? Kasi I don't want you to get hurt or mapariwara ka. Kasi pwede din to na dahil nga they are, they are Asians in a foreign land. 
na mm-hmm. alam mo yung expectations, di ba? Yeah. Siguro ayaw din natin ma- <clears throat> mapahamak si Jennifer, di ba? Yung parang, meron kang, you have to uh, to prove something to yourself, to the society. Yung mga ganong, uh, I think ah, yung, ganun yung pinanggagalingan din nila. Uh, kaya lang, para dun sa mga kaibigan ni Jennifer, at saka kay Jennifer, it's tyranny. Sabi nga nung isang classmate ni Jennifer, they were absolutely controlling. They treated her like shit for such a long time. So, uh, magkaibang perspective to nung pagpapalaki kay Jennifer. Uh, nakilala ni Jennifer si Daniel Wong nung grade 11. He was a year older, masayahin, palabiro, tsaka may malakas na tawa. He played trumpet sa school band at sa marching band sa labas ng school. Platonic yung relationship lang nilang dalawa ni Jennifer until the band trip sa Europe noong 2003. So, ay, platonic friends. Bert and Ernie. <laughs> hindi daw. Ah, ah, hindi. Ay, talaga ba? Joke lang. Mm, something pala talaga. After a performance sa concert hall na puno ng smokers, inatake ng asthma si Jennifer. So, she started panicking. Lumabas siya para uh, makahinga. Tapos sumunod si Daniel to ca- calm her down. Kinoach niya to sa breathing. Sabi nga ni Jennifer, he pretty much saved my life. It meant everything. Ay, oh. Na, na-appreciate ni Jennifer yung concern ni Daniel. And starting that summer, nag-date na sila. Pag- pagka-uwi nila. Uh, inassume na mga magulang ni Jennifer na e-student siya. Kasi, uh, ang totoo, mostly bilang talaga yung nakukuha niya. Kasi nga, di ba, pinepeke ni Jennifer yung report cards niya. Acceptable naman yung B, di ba? For most kids. Pero hindi sa pan-household. Pan uh, kasi nga, Uh, mataas yung expectation, especially nung airpat niya. Kaya tuloy lang siya sa pagpepeke ng report cards na pinapakita niya sa parents niya. So, si Jennifer nakatanggap ng early acceptance sa Ryerson sa... Saan ba to? Teka lang. Quick Google. Sa Munoz. Sa <laughs> So, may ano... University belt. Ah, it's a university. Ryerson University sa Toronto. Kaya lang, nung final year na niya, bumagsak siya sa calculus. Which, aren't we all na <laughs> nahihirapan sa calculus? <laughs> Differential or integral? <laughs> Nako, nakalimutan ko na nga yan eh. Dahil doon, hindi siya nakagraduate. Hala ka. Ayan na sabi And ko sa university... <laughs> Uh, yung university, university withdrew its offer dun sa acceptance nila. Kasi nga, ayun, di graduate. Yikes. Eto. To, uh, bakit? Hindi, I mean, react lang. Ano sabi, react lang. Ano sabi mo, next? The yikes. Yeah. Ah, yikes. Okay, ayun. <laughs> to avoid her parents from finding out and digging through her high school records, she lied. and said na she enrolled in Ryerson and will start in the fall. So, ang sinabi niya, hindi, ma-graduate ako, tutuloy ako sa Ryerson. Ayan. Sinabi niya sa magulang niya, yung plano niya na, oh, magto-two years muna ako ng science dito sa Ryerson, and then, magta-transfer na siya sa University of Toronto 
sa pharmacology program. So, dun siya mag-e-enroll. So, two, two years lang siya sa Ryerson. Dilipat na siya sa U of T. Na ito kasi yung ano hope and dream ng erpat niya for her. Na ito yung kunin niya, pharmacology. Pharmacology. So, nung nalaman ng parents ni Jennifer yon tontuha sila. Kasi, wow, good news. Ito yung matagal namin pangarap for you and ito yung mangyayari nga talaga. Sa tuwa nila, binili na lang ng laptop si Jennifer. Uh, nanguha naman ng used biology and physics textbook, textbook si Jennifer. Bumili din siya ng mga school supplies. Noong September, nagpanggap si Jennifer na umatend ng orientation ng fresh, fresh week ang tawag nila. Pagdating naman sa tuition, dinoktor niya yung records niya saying na she's receiving loan and convinced her dad na she won a $3,000 scholarship. So, wow. Lie after another lie yung binibigay ni Jennifer sa parents niya. So, girl, kaya mo ba yan? Medyo ano ha? Mahirap yan ha? Can you keep up? Ayan. So, she would pack up her bags and take the public transit downtown. Ang iniisip ng mga magulang niya, pumapasok siya sa university. Pero lingid sa kanilang kaalaman, pumupunta si Jennifer sa public libraries. Kasi nga, hindi naman siya enrolled. Diba? Doon siya pumupunta. Palipas Dito siya nagre-research sa internet. Oo, dito siya nagre-research ng mga relevant scientific topics. Tapos, yun yung sinusulat niya sa notebook niya para kunyari may notes siya. Para may papakita siya sa school na kunyari, nag-aaral talaga ako. Tapos, during free time, bumibisita siya sa mga cafe or minsan pumupunta siya sa York University para i-meet si Daniel. Yeah. Alam mo ba, ginawa ko to noong high school. Cutting class. Na hindi ako papasok. Oh, uh, Aalis ako early in the morning, pero hindi ako pupunta sa school. Pupunta ako sa arcade. <laughs> Maglalaro ako Marvel vs. Capcom, Tekken, mga ganyan. Kala ko dance rev. <laughs> Maghapon kang sumasayo. <laughs> Ay, oh, ginawa ko din yun. Pero ano yan eh, medyo very limited lang. Nagda-dance rev ako. Ah, bakit? Ay, ako never ako nag-cut classes hanggang college. Ay, ang bait. Totoo ba? Nakwento ko na ba to? First time kong nag-cutting classes ng college, alam mo pa kung anong ginawa ko? Ano? Nanood ng intramurals. <laughs> eh, pa- wala. Parang excuse ka naman talaga <laughs> doon. Intrams yun. Hindi oh. yun counted. Ay, ako ginagawa ano ko to. Nagkakat ako. Nagkakat ako para manood ng sine. Mga ganun. Uncut. Okay. Ako uncut. Ay! <laughs> <laughs> Reveal. May revelation pala. Uncut ka. Ako nagka-cut. Ikaw. Uncut. Uh, so, nakakuha, uh, nakakuha naman siya ng trabaho bilang server sa Eastside Mario sa Markham. Nagtuturo din siya ng piano lesson. So, sa gabi naman, bartender siya sa Boston Pizza kung saan kitchen manager si Daniel. So, during, hindi naman siya uh, wal- walang ginawa sa free time niya talaga. Yeah, nag-sideline siya. May trabaho naman siya. So, sa bahay, palaging kinakamusta ni Han yung pag-aaral nung anak niya. Tapos, nandun, pero buti na lang na parang nandun yung nanay niya, si Bic, para sabihin na, oy let her be yourself. Pagpahingahin mo, parang pagod siya sa pag-aaral niya, ba diba? Pero ito yung si Erpat niya talaga yung ano eh, yung stricto. 
So in order to keep the deception from revealing, Jennifer lied to her friends too. Dinagdag niya pa yung kwento sa mga kaibigan niya na supposedly kumuha daw ng private investigate, investigator yung tatay niya para sundan siya. Pero fake news yun. For two years na pagkapanggap niya na nag-aaral siya sa Ryerson, eto na ngayon, di ba nga may plano siya na mag-shift siya. Kinamusta siya ni Han na, oh, kamusta? Tuloy pa ba yung balak mo na lumipat ka sa U of T? Tapos sinabi naman ni Jennifer na, ah, oo, oh, oh, yes, dad, tutuloy pa. And sinabi niya rin na na-accept siya sa pharmacology program ng University of Toronto. So, wow, good news. Tontawa yung mga magulang niya na, oy, tuloy ka. Oo, nakapasok ka sa university. Tapos, sabi ni Jennifer na since ganun nga yung mangyayari, sinadjust niya na kung pwede, mag-move in siya sa friend niyang si Topaz for three nights a week. Kasi, uh, alam mo yung commute na araw-araw commute. Sabi nga nung nanay niya, si Bic, na, oo nga, uh, Han, payagan mo na kasi nga, nakakapagod yung araw-araw na mahabang commute papunta sa university from their house. And na-convince naman nila si Han. Pumayag siya na, o oh, sige, ganun setup. Three weeks, ah, uh, three days a week, dun ka kay Topaz. Pero never na nagstay si Jennifer kay Topaz. Mula Monday hanggang Wednesday, nakikituloy siya kay La Daniel dun sa pamilya niya, sa bahay nila Sabi sa Ajax. Me. Hindi na platonic. Alam mo na ba? Kinukotaban ka din. <laughs> Alam mo yun, mm, since mag-aaral na ako, pwede kayang ano, ang hirap kasi ng commute. <laughs> <laughs> Yun pala, sasama sa uh, jowa. Jowa na, no? Ah, uh, uh. uh, jowa na niya. Uh, nagsisinangaling din si Jennifer sa mga magulang ni Daniel. Sinabi niya na okay sa mga parents niya yung arrangement nila ni Daniel. Paulit-ulit niya ring iniiwas yung usapan kapag napupunta dun sa request ng mga magulang ni Daniel na imit yung sila Han and Bic over some dim sum. <laughs> Parang ang racist nung ano. Ang racist ba doon? Over dim sum. Yun kasi din yun nakasulat doon sa resource. Ah, totoo naman ko. Malay ko ba kung totoo, di ba? Baka Pero naman totoo. Asian din sila Daniel. Oh, oh Asian. Asian Daniel Wong. Uh, oh, Asian din sila. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, after two more years, theoretically, ay oras na para graduate siya sa University of Toronto do sa pharmacology program niya, di ba? So, ang ginawa ni Jennifer and Daniel, they hired someone to make a fake transcript full of A's. <laughs> Grabe. Oh my God. Uh, kasi nga, tapos, pagdating naman do sa graduation rights, di ba? Siyempre, kailangan attend para makitang graduate ka nga talaga. Ang sinabi ni Daniel, sobrang dami kasi nang gagraduate ngayon. Kulang ng seats. So they were only allowed one guest each. Naisip niya, uh, ayaw niyang ma-left out yung isa sa kanila kasi nga isa lang yung pwede niyang kunin na parent. So ang sinabi niya, binigay na lang niya yung ticket sa friend niya para walang uh, masaktan do sa no, any of her parents. Uh, <laughs> uh, good job. <laughs> Galing mo doon, ha? Ayan. Tapos, uh, ito yung sinabi ni Jennifer. She created a mental strategy to deal with her lies. Kasi nga, sobrang dami na. Patong-patong na, ate. Kaya mo ba ba? <laughs> Ang sabi niya, I tried looking at myself in the third person and I didn't like who I saw. But 
rationalizations in my head said I had to keep going. Otherwise, I would lose everything that ever meant to me. Ayun. Uh, in a way, nakakalungkot, no? Yung ganon. No? Oh, Kasi nga... Trinap niya na yung sarili niya, eh. Diba? Oo. Uh, totoo naman din na she has to keep going. I mean, ako, naintindihan ko yun. Na... Uh, kasi once na matigil ako, wala na. Lahat ng ginawa ko, marireveal na. Parang ganon. Maliba so, na na-excite ako kung paano magkakabukingan. Hindi. <laughs> 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 maganda. Oo. Exciting nga. <laughs> magkakabukingan ba? Let's find out. Ay. Eventually, nakakainis kasi <laughs> eto na yun. Yun yung mangyayari. Her life's piled up that there's no way for her to keep it from falling. Ito na nga. Sobrang sakto yung ano mo. Habang kunwari kasi na nag-aaral siya sa University of Toronto, sinabi niya rin sa mga magulang niya na may good news pa. Volunteer siya sa isang blood testing lab sa Sick Kids Hospital. And bilang volunteer, kailangan siya ng late night shifts pag Friday and weekend. Uli, Dahil dito, sinadjust niya na kailangan pa niya ng mas maraming araw <laughs> para kailatopas siya mag-stay. <laughs> Pokemon! <laughs> so, parang ano, parang buong, buong week na siyang nandun kailatopas. Pero, may napansin na kakaiba si Han. Wala siyang uniform or key cards dun sa hospital. So, medyo kinukotoban na si Han na parang may something fishy dito. The next day, pinilit ni Han na ihatid si Jennifer sa hospital. So parang fuck, ihatid niya ako. Hindi naman talaga ako pumapasok doon. Hmm. Pero walang choice, di ba? Walang no choice si Jennifer, pumayag siya. So, ang ginawa, nung pagkahatid sa kanya, bumaba agad si Jennifer na sasakyan, mabilis siyang pumasok sa loob ng hospital. Ang ginawa naman ni Han, inutusan niya si Bic para sundan si Jennifer. Nung ma-realize ni Jennifer na sinusundan siya ni Bic, Nagtago si Jennifer sa waiting area ng ER ng ilang oras hanggang sa umalis yung nanay niya. So, uh, kinaumagahan, tumawag naman yung mga magulang ni Jennifer kay Topas. And groggily, sinabi ni Topas ang totoo. Hindi doon nakikitira si Jennifer. <laughs> Dapat kasi inanon niya, inareglo muna niya si Topas. Oh, si Jennifer. Si Topas, no? Mm-hmm. Girl, ayan, ayan. Sagot nito. Eh kasi nga, huh? di ba, naglalay din siya sa friends niya. Ayun, Ayun lang. Loose end to Jennifer. Ayan. <laughs> Nung umuwi na si Jennifer, kinompronta siya ng mga, ng tatay niya. Tapos si Bic, ayun, uh, devastated lang, umiiyak. Uh, inamin din eventually ni Jennifer while crying na hindi siya nagbo-volunteer nga sa sick kids. And inamin niya rin na hindi siya enrolled sa University of Toronto's pharmac- pharmacology program. The fuck? Inamin niya rin na kay Daniel sa tumutuloy all these years. And, an, uh, uh, interesting pa dito, yun lang yung mga inamin niya. Hindi niya binanggit na hindi siya nakagraduate ng high school at oh, hindi rin siya enrolled sa Ryers. Parang meron siya mga ni-leave ni out. Wala siyang diploma. Oo. Wala Parang high school dropout siya kung tutusin. Mm-hmm. Parang ganon. Uh, sobrang nasaktan si Bic na, alam mo yun, syempre nanay, umiyak na lang siya. Si Han naman, galit na galit. 
to the point na pinapalayas na niya si Jennifer na wag ka na bumalik. Ayun. Uh, tinatakwil na siya. Pero andito si Bick uh, to Jennifer's rescue na pinigilan niya si Han do sa pagkapalayas. Sinabi niya na hayaan na lang tumira doon sa bahay si Jennifer. So, parang grounded na lang siya. Kinonfiscate yung cellphone niya, yung laptop niya for two weeks. Also, she was only permitted to use them kapag kasama niya yung parents niya. Malimit din siya na-check ng mga parents niya yung inbox ni Jennifer for messages. Dahil pinagbabawalan na siya makipag-communicate or makipagkita kay Daniel. Pinag-quit na din si Jennifer doon sa mga trabaho niya except doon sa piano lessons. Kasi to the point na tinatrack pa din yung odometer ng kotse. Alam mo yun kung gano'ng kalayo yung mga tinravel na totoong sa, sa piano ka lang nagpunta. Sa piano lesson ka lang nagpunta. Sana nilagyan nyo ng GPS, di ba? <laughs> alam mo yung sa mga nakakulong yung ano, anong tawag doon? Yung bawal ka lumabas? Yung, yung ankle Sa ankle mo? Oo. Ayan. Jennifer was madly in love with Daniel and lonely too. Kasi okay, for two weeks, di ba, grounded siya. Ay, love! Di ba? It's the D. Laging nasa tabi niya si Vic nakabantay. So, hindi siya maka-move. May mga pagkakataon naman na sinasabi ni Vic kay Jennifer constant tinago ng tatay nila yung uh, phone niya. Kaya, periodically, nakakapag-check si Jennifer ng phone niya. Ayan. Noong February na 2009, she wrote on her Facebook page, ito, Living in my house is like living under house arrest. She also posted a note. No one person knows everything about me. And no two person put together knows everything about me. I like being a mystery. Over the spring and summer, she snuck calls with Daniel on her cell phone at night, whispering in the dark. So, ang takeaway ko dito, naalala ko yung note, no? Na dati... <laughs> <laughs> ginagamit ko tapos ngayon wala na note sa, face, sa Facebook ha? Yeah. ah yung note An- ay 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 oh may note dun naalala mo yun ayan. parang blog blog ang dating niya ah uh, uh, ayan eventually nabigyan din ng konting freedom si Jennifer so uh, ang uh, ginawa niya and suggestion na rin ng parents niya nag-enroll na ulit siya para matapos niya yung calculus <laughs> pero <laughs> Para makagraduate na siya. Kasi di ba doon siya bumagsak? <laughs> Pero lingit sa kaalaman ng kanyang mga magulang, pumupuslit si Jennifer para makipagkita kay Daniel in between piano lessons. Punyeta kang bata ka. <laughs> Nahuli ka na nga eh. <laughs> ka pa Pero yun, alam mo yun, love, di ba? Pero at this point, Pero, ilang taon na siya. <laughs> ha? At this point, ilang 2009 taon na siya. eh. 1989 siya. Ay, 1986. 86, 2009. Huwag na nga. Yama na. Ay, shit. 130. <laughs> Ba't 130 ang lumabas? <laughs> Pinlas ko. Anong hindi ko alam eh. 17? Ah, pwede pa naman. I mean, Ayan. pwede naman at any age. Pero yung sa kanya, hindi ganun ka out of place. Natapusin Uh-oh. yung high school mo sa ganong edad. Oo. Well, tayo nga, di ba? 16? Tama ba? Pero oh, sa bagay iba yung school natin, di ba? Oo. Ang high school. Uh, one night, inayos niya yung blanket niya para magmukhang may natutulog tapos tumakas siya papunta kay Daniel. Pero, nakalimutan niya na nasa kanya yung wallet ng nanay niya. Kaya nung kinaumagahan, pumunta si Bic sa kwarto ni Jennifer para kunin yung wallet. 
Tapos doon yun na nalaman na tumakas si Jennifer. So, ang ginawa nila, pitawi nila agad si Jennifer and they demanded na mag-apply na rin siya for college. Sabi ni ng airpat niya, kung hindi ka magiging, anto pharmacist, tama ba? Yung sa pharmacology program. You could still be a pharmacy lab technician or nurse. And sinabihan din siya na putulin na ang anumang relasyon na meron sila ni Daniel. Uh, nung, pero, uh, resistive si Jennifer. Patuloy pa rin siya. Samantalang si Daniel naman, ah, napapagod na sa relationship nila. By this time, 24 na si Jennifer, pero tumatakas pa din siya. Takot siya mapagalitan, pero ayaw niya ring umalis do sa poder ng mga magulang niya. Sinabi ni Daniel na she should figure her life out and eventually broke up with her. So sobrang devastated si Jennifer. She was heartbroken. Soon enough, nalaman ni Jennifer na may bagong jowa si Daniel, si Christine. In, att- in an attempt to win Daniel back, Jennifer concocted a bizarre story. Ito na naman tayo, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, parang naging hobby na niya, no? Na mag-weave <laughs> ng lies. She told him that there was a man who knocked on her, her door and flashed a police badge. When she opened the door, a group of men rushed in. They overpowered her and gang-raped her in the foyer of their house. Hello. Then, a few days later, she said she received an envelope with a bullet inside sa mailbox niya. She alleged that those were warnings from Christine to leave Daniel alone. Pinisiraan niya yung bagong jowa. Oo. Ayan. Uh, so, nung spring ng 2010, Jennifer reconnected with Andrew Montemayor, a friend si- from elementary school. Okay. Ay, ano yan? Sabi ko sana, sino naman si Andrew sa buhay ni Jennifer? Ito. <laughs> so, uh, according to sa evidence later in court, wala, friend niya lang. Na parang pinagmamayabang pa ni Andrew na nakakwento niya kay Jennifer na he robbed people at night point, night, knife point in the park near their home. Na dinedenay na ngayon ni Andrew. When Jennifer told him about her torturous relationship with her dad, Montemayor planted a seed on Jennifer. Montemayor confessed na he'd once considered killing his own father. So, si Montemayor to, ah. mm-hmm. The notion intrigued Jennifer who began imagining how much better her life would be without her father around. <laughs> Yun na. Yung light bulb moment niya. Hmm. Oh, oh, wow. Hmm. Parang good Teka idea to, ah. <laughs> mm. So, inintroduce ni Montemayor si Jennifer to his roommate si Ricardo Duncan, a goth kid with black nail polish. <laughs> Over... <laughs> well, alam mo, uso yung imo-imo dati. Kaya, pili ko may eyeliner pa si Ricardo eh. Yeah. Over bubble tea, in between her piano lessons, uh, according to Jennifer, they hatched a plan for Duncan to murder her father in a parking lot at his work. So, nagkatrabaho nang nun si, si Han sa Tulenday Company called Kobe Enstel near Finch and McGowan. Okay. Tapos, she said she gave Duncan $1,500 earnings from her piano classes. 
and they agreed to connect later by phone to arrange the date and time of the hit. Ah, tuloy na tuloy na po ang plano. Okay. <laughs> Nakapag-down na siya eh. <laughs> But Duncan stopped answering her calls and by early July, Jennifer realized she had been scammed. Ay, yun lang. <laughs> Duncan says she called, eto kasi sabi ni Duncan. She called him in early July, July hysterical, requesting that he come and kill her parents. <laughs> sabi naman ni Duncan, he felt offended and said no and that the only money she gave him was $200 for a night out, which he promptly returned. So, Ay, wait, ako. anong nangyayari? Anong totoo? <laughs> Alam mo yung magandang part yun, hindi siya makapunta sa police. <laughs> Kasi, paano mo ipa- si Jennifer? Iniscam ah, okay. niya po ako, yung perang <laughs> pampapatay ko yung sa magulang ko. <laughs> diba? Tinakbo niya po. <laughs> Shit. Okay, hindi pwede. No? Ayan. According to the police at this point, uh, si Daniel and Jennifer, who were back in contact and exchanging dirty flirty texts, devised an even more sinister plan. They'd hire a hit on Bickenhan to collect the estate. So, una ang plano lang, erpat lang niya. Kasi yung erpat lang naman talaga niya yung tinik sa lalamunan ni Jennifer. Uh-huh. But then, na-realize nila na, ay, wait, may estate. I-bonus na natin si Mama. Oo. Ay, kaya lang, wait, eramat mo yun. Mahal ka ng eramat mo, di ba? <laughs> Parang, wait, pwede eh, bang ano, involved. backtrack muna tayo. Uh-oh. So, ang calculations nila, $500,000 yung makukuha ni Jennifer sa portion niya. They could live together unencumbered by her meddling parents. So, ayan, di ba? Pwede tayong mag-run away with me. Carly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ray, pasok. Uh, uh, pa- with $500,000. Daniel gave uh, Jennifer a spare iPhone and uh, SIM card. Tapos, dun, yung, ano, dun sila nagko-connect. Yung, dun nila pinag-uusapan pagtungkol dito sa hit. Burner phone, di ba? Tapos, may kinausap sila na an acquaintance named Lenford Crawford who he called homeboy. So, si homeboy. <laughs> Jennifer asked, What's the going rate for a contract killing? Sabi ni Homeboy, $20,000. But for a friend of Daniel's, may discount ka. Pwedeng $10,000 na lang. Ay. Ang <laughs> <laughs> inan uh, Jennifer was car- careful to use her iPhone for crime-related conversations and her Samsung for everything else. Ayun, taray. Baliktad Ay. sa kanya, no? Yung iPhone, yung ano, pang uh, kalat. Yung 30, yung pang tapon. <laughs> Yung Android, yung ano niya, uh, legit. So, ikaw, yung Android mga kalat. Baliktad. <laughs> Android yung mga pang-alt. Ay! Hindi, yeah. uh, I mean alternate phone ko. Diba? Ah, okay, okay. For everything else. <laughs> Ang galing nun. On Halloween night, Crawford visited Pan's neighborhood. Alam yan, to scout the area. Kids in costume streaming up and down provided the perfect cover. Alam yung tawag, ocular. <laughs> ocular si, <laughs> si homeboy. Uh. So, nung afternoon ng November 2, the plan took an ex- unexpected turn. Daniel texted Jennifer, saying na, Jennifer, sobrang mahal na mahal ko si Christine. <laughs> she felt as strongly about Christine as she did about him. 
So, everything was thrown into question. She texted Daniel. Ito yung sabi niya. So, you feel for her what I feel for you? Then call it off with homeboy? Nag-respond naman si Daniel. I thought you wanted this for you. Jennifer replied to Daniel. I do, but I have nowhere to go. Daniel wrote back. Call it off with homeboy. You said you wanted this with or without me. Si Jennifer. I want it for me. The next day, Daniel texted, I did everything and lined it all up for you. It seemed Daniel wanted out of the arrangement. But within hours, they reverted to their old ways, texting and flirting. <laughs> Later that day, Homeboy texted Jennifer. Si Crawford. Sabi ni Homeboy, I need the time of completion. Think about it. Jennifer wrote back, Today is no go. Dinner plans out, so won't be home in time. Over the following week, there were a flurry of texts and phone conversation between Jennifer, Daniel, and Crawford. So, on the morning of November 8, 2010, Crawford texted Jennifer, After work, okay, will be game time. That evening, nanonood si Jennifer ng Gossip Girl. <laughs> Very Gossip honest. Girl here. 2000s. Oo, totoo. Tapos, si Han naman, uh, nagbabasa ng Vietnamese news uh, da- uh, down the hall. Nagka-prep na rin sila, siya para matulog. That's around 8.30pm. Bic was out line dancing with a friend and cousin. Si Felix naman, yung kapatid niya, was studying engineering sa McMaster University and Ayun, wala siya sa bahay. Around 9.30pm, umuwi na si Bic from her line dancing class, tapos nagpalit na into her pajamas and soaked her feet in front of the TV on the main floor. 9.35pm, a man named David Milvagana, a friend of Crawford, called Jennifer. They spoke for nearly two minutes. Jennifer went downstairs to say goodnight to Bic and As Jennifer later admitted, unlock the door. Ito yung pag-unlock ng door, ni-retract niya to eventually sa uh, ano na, ang tag doon? Uh, trial. Mm-hmm. 10:02 PM. The lights in the upstairs study switched on. Allegedly a signal to the intruders. And a minute later, it switched off. Uh, at 10:05 PM, Milvaganam called again. And he and Jennifer spoke for three and a half minutes. Moments later, Crawford, Milvagana, and a third man named Eric Carty walked through the front door, all three carrying guns. One pointed his gun at Bic, while another run, ran upstairs, shoved the gun at Han's face, and directed him out of bed, down the stairs, and into the living room. So sa taas naman, Carty confronted Jennifer outside her bedroom door. According to Jennifer, Carty tied her arms behind her using a shoelace. Tapos, he directed her back inside the kwarto where she handed over approximately 2,500 in cash. Then, to her parents' bedroom where he located 1,100 uh, in US funds in her mother's nightstand. And then finally, to the kitchen to search for her mother's wallet. How could they enter the house? Tanong ni Bic in Cantonese. 
Sabi naman ni Han, I don't know, I was sleeping. Sinabihan sila ng isang sa mga intruder, shut up, you talk too much. Tapos, sinabi din nila na, where's the fucking money? Han had just $60 in her wallet and said as much. Tapos sabi ng lalaki, liar, and the pistol whipped him out back of the head. So, si Bic, uh, umiyak na siya nun, pleading uh, with the men not to hurt their daughter. One of the intruders replied, Rest assured, she is nice and will not be hurt. Carty led Jennifer Olette back upstairs and tied her arms dun sa banister. Si Milvigan naman tsaka si Crawford took Bick and Han to the basement and covered their heads with blankets. They shot Han twice. Isa sa shoulder, tapos isa sa muka. He crumpled to the floor. They also shot Bick three times sa ulo, killing her instantly. Then fled through the front door. Jennifer somehow managed to reach her phone, tuck into the waistband of her pants, and dialed 911. And merong recording, syempre, nung call ng 911. Isasend ko sa'yo, tas okay lang play mo. Sige, ah. Uh, ilalagay natin dito. Ah, uh, sa recording. Sige. Like okay. this part. Uh, roll BTR. Okay, just stand up only till you see them, okay? 
Jennifer? Yeah. You're still on the phone, right? Okay. Do you, do you see anyone there? Yeah, I hear them. Hello? Jennifer, they're with you, okay? I don't know. I don't know where my mom is. Jennifer? Yes? They're with you, right? I don't see them yet. I hear them. Okay, you want to stay on the phone until you see them? Sure. They're there, okay? Yes. Jennifer, I'm going to hang up, okay? Okay. Okay, take care, okay? Yeah. Despite, as she later claimed, having her hands tied behind her back. Help me, please. I need help, she cried. I don't know where my parents are. Please hurry. At the 34-second mark of the call, the unexpected happened. Han can be heard moaning in the background. He had awoken covered in blood with his dead wife's body next to him. Called up in, up to the stairs to the main floor. Jennifer yelled down that she was calling 911. Han stumbled outside screaming wildly and encountered his startled neighbor who was about to leave for work in the driveway next door. The neighbor called 911. The police and the ambulance arrived at the scene minutes later, and Han was rushed to the nearby hospital, then airlifted to Sunnybrook. Shit. Okay, so, actually may video nito eh. Mayikit, uh, mapapanood natin sa YouTube yung, alam mo yung pagbukas ng ilaw, pagpatay, and then yung pagpasok ng mga lalaki, tsaka yung paglabas nila. Pati yung paglabas din yata ni Han, Ano yun? Parang home ano, surveillance camera? Oo, parang camera, CCTV ng neighbor. Parang ganun. So, in-interview ng York Regional Police si Jennifer before, just before 3am. So, she told them that ito daw yung nangyari. Men entered the house looking for money, tied her sa banister, taken her parents based sa basement, tsaka dun sila binarel. Two days later, the police brought in her again para sa second statement. At their request, she showed how she contorted her body to get her phone, a flip phone, out of her waistband to place a call while tied to a banister. And makikita din natin sa YouTube tong uh, investigation na to, yung interrogation. Like, pinakita niya kung paano mo ba ginawa? Kasi nga, di ba, you said you were tied up. Tapos, uh, yung phone mo nasa pocket mo. So, can you demonstrate to us paano mo ginawa while you are tied up na nakatawag ka sa 911? Ganun. So, holes began to emerge in Jennifer's story. Uh, one instance, yung key sa Lexus ni Han were in plain view by the front door. Kung home invasion to, bakit nila hindi kinuha yung kotse? Tapos, why didn't they have a crowbar to get in? Parang any instrument para makapasok? Or kahit man lang daw backpack to carry yung mga mananakaw nila. Or yung ano, zip ties para pang restrain sa mga uh, tao sa bahay. And most importantly, why would they shoot two witnesses but leave one unharmed? The police assi- assigned a surveillance team to monitor Jennifer's movement. By November 12, Han had woken up from his three-day induced coma. So, meron siyang broken bone near his eye, tapos may bullet fragments lodged sa mukha niya that the doctors could not remove. At meron din siyang shattered neck bone. The bullet had, had grazed the carotid artery. 
Remarkably, naaalala niya lahat, including sa dalawang troubling details. He recalls seeing his daughter chatting softly, like a friend, he said, with one of the intruders. Tapos, her arms were not tied behind her back while she was being led around the house. And naalala yun lahat ng airpat niya. Noong November 22, the police brought Jennifer in for a third interview. This one developed a different tone. Sabi ni Detective William Goats, Goats? Go, Jowitz? Uh, alam niya na involved si Jennifer sa crime. He knew na nagsisinungaling lang si Jennifer and said it was her best interest to confess. Sabi naman ni Jennifer, hunched over and sobbing, asked repeatedly, but what's going to happen to me? So over nearly four hours, uh, ito, nag-explain na si Jennifer. She said, uh, and the attack had been an elaborate plan to commit suicide gone horribly wrong. She had given up sa life, the, hirap na hirap na siya sa pressure, pero she couldn't manage to kill herself. So, nag-hire siya, hinire niya si homeboy, na uh, ang real name hindi daw niya alam, to do it for her. So, noong September, however, her relationship with her father had suddenly improved, and she decided to call off the hit. But somehow, wires got crossed, and that the men ended up killing her parents instead of her. So, inaresto si Jennifer on the spot. Tapos, nung spring 2011, relying dun sa analysis sa cellphone, sa text nilang dalawa, hinuli din nila si Daniel, si Milvana, Milvagana, si Carty, tsaka si Crawford. They were all charged with first-degree murder, attempted murder, and conspiracy to commit murder. So the trial began nung March 19, 2014 and it was expected to last 6 months pero na-stretch siya ng nearly 10. And more than 50 witnesses testified and more than 200 exhibits were filed. Si Jennifer, uh, nasa stand siya for 7 days, bobbing and weaving in a futile attempt to explain away the damning text messages with Crawford and Daniel tsaka yung tawag niya kay Milvagana before the hit and desperately trying to convince the jury na she had indeed ordered the hit on her father noong August 2010. Three months later, she had wanted nothing of the sort. So parang, oo, totoo, may hit. Pero, so parang totoo yung mga nasa text messages. Pero, uh, after three months, hindi ko na pinatuloy. And somewhere along the way, nagkagulo-gulo na yung usapan. Before the jury delivered the verdict, Jennifer almost upbeat playfully picking lint off her lawyer's robes. When the guilty verdict was delivered, she showed no emotion. But once the press had left their courtroom, she wept, wept shaking uncontrollably. So, dun sa charge niya na first-degree murder, Jennifer received an automatic life sentence with no chance of parole for 25 years. Tapos for the attempted murder naman sa tatay niya, she received another sentence of life to be served concurrently. Sila Daniel Milvagana and Crawford each received the same sentence. Uh, Carty's lawyer fell ill during the trial. Tapos, kaya na-postpone into early 2016. So, ayun. Uh, 
the judge granted uh, non-communication order between the defendants kasi nga madedelay si Carty until matapos yung trial ni Carty. Okay, another one is that may ban may communication ban din between Jennifer and her family. Sa request rin ng pamilya uh, kasi uh, parang preventing her from speaking to her father and to her brother ever again. Her lawyer addressed the order in court. Jennifer is open to communicating with her family if they wanted to. Ito naman, sabi naman ni Lahan, yung tatay, and si Felix, yung kapatid niya, both wrote victim impact statements. Sabi ni Han, When I lost my wife, I lost my daughter at the same time. Uh, I don't feel like I have a family anymore. Some say I should feel lucky to be alive, but I feel like I am dead too. Uh, si Han, uh, hindi na siya makapagtrabaho dahil dun sa mga injuries na nakuha niya. He also suffers anxiety attacks, insomnia, and when he can sleep, nightmares. Lagi siyang in constant pain and has given up gardening, working on his cars, and listening to music since none of those activities bring him joy anymore. Uh, he can't bear to be in the house, so nakitira na lang siya sa mga kamag-anak niya nearby. Si Felix naman, nag-move na sa East Coast to find work in a private technology company to escape the stigma of being a pan. Kasi nga, sum- uh, uh, naging... Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> kasi nga, uh, luma- uh, I can't find the word. Naging, naging popular itong news, ano, uh, yung case. Naging sensational itong case. He, si Felix also suffers depression at uh, saka naging closed off na rin siya. Si Han naman, he is desperate to sell the family home pero walang bumibili. At the end of this statement, uh, Han addressed Jennifer. I hope my daughter Jennifer thinks about what has happened to her family and can become a good honest person someday. Ayun. So, ito ang story ng deception ni Jennifer. Wow. So, ayun. Sabi naman, ano, ay, dagdag ko lang pala, sorry. Mm. Uh, si Daniel, he attends to appeal. Same with Jennifer Milvaganam and Crawford. Plus, presuming they lose, they'll be eligible for parole sa 2035. Jennifer will be 49 and Daniel will be 50. So, ayun. Grabe. Uh, what can you say, uh, Glenn? <laughs> Pare-parehong nasayang yung mga buhay nila na parang um, nagsimula yan, I think. Doon talaga, yung root cause talaga niyan is yung enormous nga na pressure ng parents niya sa kanya. I don't think na magkakaganyan si Jennifer if she had a better experience nung nag-aaral pa siya. Ganyan. Not to put the blame completely sa parents ha. Pero I think yun yung turning point sa buhay niya eh. Ni Jennifer. Kasi diba in-expect siya mag-valedictorian kung saan-saan siya in-enroll. Hini- parang ano, helicopter parenting. Uh, yung may tawag doon. Yung ginawa sa kanya. Na hindi niya kinayang pagsabay-sabayin. Which is, talaga naman, kahit sino naman siguro na, na bata, kung ganun yung isasalang mo sa ganun, magbe-break talaga. Pero sa takot nga niya sa tatay niya, 
pinagtakpan na lang niya. Pero yung naging first problem niya kasi is how she went about it. Naging mm-hmm. ano siya, compulsive liar. Nagsinungaling siya sa lahat. Ginawa niyang talent ang pagsisinungaling. <laughs> which is, dapat, diba, dun pa lang, ang pinili niya na sana yung, yung mas healthier na option, which is express your negative emotions. Diba, yun lagi nating sinasabi. Kahit, kahit negative emotions yan, kailangan natin ilabas. We need an outlet na healthy. Kasi nga, otherwise, aabot kasi sa ganyang culminating point na magiging, ano, murder. And yung parents kasi ni, ano, dagdag ko lang, yung parents ni Jennifer, yung typical na parents na, alam mo yung nanggaling sa medyo um, uh, hirap na, ano, na times, tapos nakaangat. And hmm. lagi nilang sasabihin, ayaw nilang danasin nung mga anak nila, yung naranasan nila before. Kaya, kanyan, parang sobrang binabantayan nila. Pero, di ba parang sumobra naman yung pagkaka ganun yung pagiging ganun nilang ganung approach nila sa kanya which is ano ako kasi naiintindihan ko kay Jennifer yung side niya yung yung worry mo about disappointing your parents is something hmm. i understand lalo na kapag ka only child ka i think kagaya, lahat mga kagaya kong nag-iisang anak makaka-relate dito your biggest fear growing up <laughs> is disappointing or hurting your parents. Not only because they are all you have, pero naiisip mo, you are all they have. Parang ganun. So, lalong ayaw mo silang ma-disappoint. Ma- so, kaya, nagkasangasangan na yung mga, yung mga pagsisinungaling niya. Kaya rin nung may nagsuggest sa kanya na patayin na lang natin yung tatay mo, hindi na siya nag-isip ng, ng no kasi... Parang yun ang alangan nakikita niyang solusyon sa pang yung sobrang sakal sakal na sakal sa kanya. Ikaw ba? Agree naman din ako sa sinabi mo na uh, at one point I feel like he was uh, she was pushed up to that point na na except dun sa part ng pagma-murder totoo kasi nga mali naman talaga yun. Pero yung pressure I can only imagine kung gaano kahirap na uh, ang dami mong, ang daming expectations for you, tapos hindi mo nami-meet lahat yon and paano mo sasabihin sa mga magulang mo yun. And, uh, one can argue naman din na, ba, kasi totoo yun, di ba? Kasi, ganun din yung nafe-feel ko, pag nasa poder ka ng mga magulang mo, you have to follow them, di ba? Kahit na mahirap, at to a degree, kailangan mo sundin yung mga magulang mo kasi you, nakatira ka sa kanila, sila nagpapakain sa'yo. Ganun yung feeling ko eh. Hmm. Na you can, uh, ano ba, so, pwede kang sumaway sa mga magulang mo. Pero, uh, if it, it's a choice na kailangan mo na umalis sa poder nila. Kunyari, nandun na kayo sa point ng disagreement na hindi na talaga kayo magkasundo dun sa mga choices nyo sa buhay. And the, ayun, it's either, para sa akin kasi, Uh, either dapat sundin mo na lang yung mga magulang mo or umalis ka na lang din dun sa poder nila. Na I think sa akin, sana, o, o gamitin ko na lang yung groundwork na yon para makapaghanap ako ng trabaho para makabuhay ako ng sarili ko independently. Tapos alis ako sa kanila and then gawin ko na yung mga gusto ko. Parang ganun. Right. And at one point, I believe naman na mahal din talaga ni Jennifer yung, mga, yung parents niya. Kaya lang, Ayun, hindi tama yung sinabi mo na hindi lang tama yung pinili niyang route to go about it. Hmm. Uh, 
nakakalungkot lang din kasi nga nadamay pa. Ang namatay talaga yung nanay niya. Kaya which nga. is dapat ang plano talaga yung tatay, tatay niya yung tatay lang talaga. Nawaw so, mali Nakakalungkot lang kasi yung mahal, yung parent na mahal mo, mahal ka, yun pa yung nawala sa'yo. Well, so, consequences ng mga choices natin. Uh, and hindi na hindi naging defense yung ano eh uh, insanity di ba hindi sila mm-hmm. nag-plea kasi hindi rin na-check kung kung ano yung mental health ni Jennifer kasi nga was there a chemical imbalance ba to make us easier to understand kung bakit nagawa ni Jennifer to although ayun walang attempt na i-present yun na she is unfit for trial pero alam mo feeling ko may criminal huh? tendencies na rin siya kasi remember Dahil sa nung, lying? Oo, yung lying. Tsaka nung nagkaroon ng ano yung bagong girlfriend yung boyfriend niya. Tapos she made up the story oh. na may may elaborate pa may mga may evidence pa siya na yung bala, yung mga ganyan. It's the making of ano eh, yung mga sociopath, psychopath, yung mga ganyan, yung manipulating things to get what you want. Pwedeng umpisa pa lang yun, pero pwedeng mag-escalate yun later on. So I think yes she still she still should be held responsible not just her her Tama parents eh. so. Mm. Ay. Ito pala yung sinabi din ni Jennifer na ito I needed my family to be around me. I wanted them to accept me. I didn't want to live alone. I didn't want them to abandon me either. Ito yung sinabi niya sa stand. Ay. Ikaw ba anong take away mo? Kung halimbawa, ikaw ay isang parent. Uh, yeah, yun din kasi ang hirap ng ganong parenting eh. Na you are pushing your hopes and dreams to your kids. Kasi paano kung hindi naman yun yung gusto talaga nila? Paano kung hindi naman sila doon nag-excel? Yeah. Kasi in, in to music si Jennifer, pero ang gusto ng parents niya, ano, medical field? Kasi diba, dyan sa pharmacology program, dun yun yung inexpect ng parents niya. As a parent, hindi ko rin masasabing tama yung ginawa nung, uh, especially ni Han, sa parenting styles niya. I don't know, kasi parang uh, ganun talaga yung culture. Yun ba yung culture ko bang masasabi yun? Especially pag Asian. Yeah, diba? I think. Oh. Na may expectation sa'yo na you have to meet. Kasi, I don't know kung saan nanggagaling to. Ito, sa, sa akin na lang to, no? Parang na kung bakit ganon na baka kasi alam mo yon you want a child to be your trophy na ipagmamayabang mo sa mga kaibigan mo sa mga kapatid mo na parang nagiging insecure ka sa mga anak ng mga kaibigan mo ng mga pinsan mo kapatid mo na alam mo yun nagkakakompare na kayo na ah, anak ko nga ganito eh oh. ganyan totoo yan so oh. alam mo yun kaya ikaw parang feeling mo shit kailangan yung anak ko din Yeah. Kailangan malampasan ng anak ko yung anak mo. Ganun. Yeah. I think what parents should understand is your children are not an extension of yourself. You should live vicariously through them. Hindi mo dapat sila obligahin na tuparin yung pangarap mo sa sarili mo. Diba? Dapat supportan mo sila na tuparin yung pangarap nila. Hindi yung pangarap mm, Can you not? Parents. <laughs> oh, they so are their rude. own individuals, di ba? <laughs> they have their own yeah. uh, mind to think about na kung ano yung gusto nilang gawin sa buhay nila, di ba? And we should, parang mga magulang eh, no? Well, Pero uh, parang para sa akin, we should just be there to back them up, di ba? Oh. 
Pero siyempre, guide. Um, guide them sa tama. Baka naman ah, ang, ang pangarap niya talaga, eh, mali ah, talaga. Mali lord. <laughs> <laughs> Oo, oh, oh, diba? Alam mo, supportahan mo siya. Tama ka nga, pigilan mo sila doon, diba? Oo. Sorry, mga aso ko. Ayun, maraming salamat. It's Mark Lar and doon sa lead ko, okay, Marianne Lapus. And also, Thank you din sa Toronto Life do sa pinagkuhaan ko sa resource material ko. Welcome daw sa Kay, ang nagsulat noon ay si Karen Ho. Ho. <laughs> Thank you Karen. Ayun. Thank you Karen. Uy, ang ang galing ng pagkaka-present mo, excited ako. Love it. Bakit? Wala. Yeah. Parang yeah. nakakaaning story kasi nakakadala kasi nakaka-relate uh-huh. tayo bilang dumaan tayo sa pagiging estudyante. Ikaw, nalulung ka uh, sa Dines Revo. Buti hindi mo naisip yung... Ay, uh, <laughs> Pero I didn't lie my way through. Uh, konti lang, konti. Parang I cheated siguro in an exam, mga ganyan. Uh, nakitulog sa jowa, kunwari may... Oo. Nag-peke. Ay, hindi naman na nag-peke ng report card. Ay, I feel like nag-peke ako ng pirma. Alam mo yung may reminder, kunyari, may reminder notebook. So, hindi ko pinapakita yun. Ako nalang pipirma. Ah, uh, mga ganun. Ikaw ba? Uh, May mga ganawa ka bang ganun? Ako pinipeke ko dati yung pirma ka. ng principal namin. <laughs> Tapos, uh, ba't kailangan ng pirma ng principal? Kasi eh, dati, tuwing exams, kailangan mong pumila sa principal's office. Kasi kung may naalala siyang ano mo, ginawa mong mali, hindi niya pipirmahan, hindi ka makakapag-exam. Pero pagka ah, clear ka naman, pipirmahan niya. Ah, pinamahan na niya. Okay. Pero yung pagpirma ko, hindi para sa akin. Doon sa mga kaklase kong ayaw pumila. Oh! Ito <laughs> nakakatawa, yung sarili niyang anak. <laughs> Nagpapirma? <laughs> kaklase ko kasi yung anak niya. Nagpapirma oh, sa akin kasi oh, kuwang-kuha wow. ko daw. Anyway. <laughs> Shit, okay. Thanks, Ayan. Gids. Ang ganda. Ayan. This is the, ano, the deception of Jennifer Pan. So, anong title? Yun nga, eh, isipin ko pa. Uh, diba? diba may siya sa Gossip Girl? So ano siya? Uh, uh, killer Girl. <laughs> killer Girl. Deadly Girl. Ganyan. Ayan. Uh, Deadly Daughter. So kayo ba? <laughs> Deadly Daughter. May isang book yun yung title eh. A Deadly Deception. Ay, Jennifer ah, Pan. Uh, ang ganda ba diba? Sabi ko, hmm. shit, ang ganda. Deception. Ano to? Jennifer's Hobby. <laughs> Mag- Jennifer's <sinumaling>. Hobby? <laughs> Ang ganda. <laughs> Jennifer's Hobby. Magsinungaling. Ta- bilang kakagaling lang din natin dun sa isang episode natin, si <laughs> Elise Potter. Uh, ayan. Kayo ba, Ay. Creepers, what do you think about this case? Uh, how do you feel? How can you relate to it? Uh, uh, uh. May mga times din ba na nagpeke kayo, niloko nyo yung mga parents nyo sa academics Uh, ninyo, di ba, mga records ninyo. Mm-hmm. And tell us about it. So, you can tweet us, DM us sa Cripsilog on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also send us your um, personal stories via Gmail. Ganyan. Alam mo kung ano naalala kong personal story dito. Yung sinensate ni RV na yung kapatid niya, nag tinatagong buntis, kabuanan niya na pala. <laughs> yung ganong, ganong kalaking <laughs> lay. lang, Ten. Uh, uh, lang dahil sa aswang sa bubong. Literal, eh, no? Nine months worth. <laughs> Ayun. Mga ganyan. You can also send uh, curious cat Ayan, questions no? if ever you want it anonymously. Ayan. Yeah. So, 
Hey, let us know what, uh, kasi we're curious what you guys think about this case, di ba? Kasi, uh, uh, very, ano to eh? Relatable. Uh, kaya nagustuhan ko din tong case na to, hindi siya black and white na may pumatay, uh, di ba? May, kasi, you can somehow relate sides. to, oo, totoo, totoo, di ba? Yung parang yung, yung villain, yung gumawa ng mali, you can relate to them, and then yung, ginawa ng mali, parang ay mali din kasi yung ginawa mo. Yung parang ganon, mm. di ba? So, alam mo kung let ano, us know what you think. Curious kami. Kung MMK episode to, i-text nyo sa amin ng hula nyong title. Ako ang hula kong title ay Flip Phone. Flip oh. <laughs> Phone. <laughs> kasi siya na booking. Uh, and also, ayun, panoorin nyo yung confessions niya sa YouTube, yung CCTV camera. Ah, ano, ilagay CCTV natin camera. yung link. CCTV video. Uh, tsaka yung 911 call. Ayun, sa bagay, sasama natin yung 911 call dito. So, ayun. Ay, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying this long. Sana na-miss nyo kami. And, ayun, na-miss din namin kayo. <laughs> Kung hindi, hindi okay. naman. Pasensya na ha. God bless na lang. <laughs> yeah. Ay, no. Ay, na. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, ano pa ba? Ay, support local podcast. Makinig kayo. Maraming magagandang podcasts. Diba? Sa Spotify, sa Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else so, na, na, na may na podcast platform. Yeah. May mga bagong kapadmilya na i-announce. Oh, wow. Yeah, soon. totoo. I'm not so, sure kung na-announce na by the time that we publish uh, this. Pero, ayun. God, hindi kayo makaka-cope. <laughs> Ay! <laughs> But, uh, right. Ay, ano? Ay, guys, ano? Register to vote, please. Ha? Yun, yun lang. Thank 2022 you. 2022 yeah, elections. Uh, yep. Ayun lang okay. naman. Thank so, paano you very na nga, much. Paano na nga tapusin to? <laughs> ah, my name is Gideon. <laughs> This is Glenn. Mercy and compassion. And productivity, bitches. Bye. Bye. Bye.